Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or just I like to talk about Jesus, because I truly believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our lives is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it will to be, the easier it will be to simplify our lives and to hear His voice above the noise of all the other things in our lives. So today I am recording this podcast a bit early in the week for me because I am getting ready to head out to Myrtle Beach, North Carolina. South Carolina uh, to speak at the Teach Them Diligently convention this weekend, May 17th to the 19th. We are very excited and we are packing up and gearing up and I'm getting this podcast done so I can hit the road. So Lord willing, when you hear this podcast on Friday, I will be already over at the Teach Them Diligently convention in Myrtle Beach and hopefully I will see some of you there. Before I get started on this episode, I want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia right now has a free welcome home ebook that has articles, devotionals, and more freebies. And you can find that at homeschool-101.com slash welcome home. I have the link to to that in the podcast episode webpage, so go check them out. And um, also, Apologia has a new curriculum coming out, a health and nutrition for high schoolers. I've previewed it, and it's amazing. So look for that as well. I believe you can download a free sample there. So today, I wanted to talk about your identity and how your identity is not in the things you do, how you dress what, you know, external things in our world define us, but your true identity as a child of God. And I really just had this on my mind this week, how I have over the years really started to um, walk in this truth that my identity rests solely in God. And, you know, I've said this before, on my blog or when I'm speaking and I've said, you know, I do not, there's a lot of things that I do, right? And one of those things that I do where I might be kind of known for is being a homeschool mom. But I've said over the years, I don't want to be known as a homeschool mom. I mean, that's something I do. But ultimately, someday when I'm gone and the Lord calls me home, I hope people would look back and the thing that they would remember about me was that Karen DeBuse loved Jesus. Not Karen DeBuse was a mom of four kids. Karen DeBuse homeschooled her kids. Karen DeBuse uh, loved her chickens. You know, whatever it is. Karen DeBuse was a wonderful wife, I hope. Um, You know, whatever it was, those are all nice things to say. But the number one thing I would want somebody to remember about me is that I loved Jesus and my purpose in life was to know him and make him known and to glorify him. Our identity is not defined by external things. For many, 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 many years for me, I believe it was. And I think for many of us out there, that may be the case now, or even though we know we are a child of God, sometimes we forget and we start to place our identity in the things that we do or the external things that may 
somewhat define us. So let's look at the difference between, you know, these things that we do and um, who we are, but what our ultimate identity is. So I was saying your identity is not in what you do, where you live, how you live, or what you own. It's not from being a mom, not being a mom, a homeschool mom, a work at mom, a stay-at-home mom. Your identity is not in your career or even in your lifestyle, right? But that is so hard to decipher these days because we are living in a media-saturated world, and that makes us almost more inclined to identify with different things, right? You may follow a Pinterest board for homeschooling. You may follow Pinterest board for whatever type of work you do, for um, motherhood. And we start to let those things kind of define us. I remember, I saw, I talk about this a lot when I speak at homeschooling conventions. I remember when I first became a homeschooling mom. Now, not in the very first year or two, because if you guys know my story, very first year, I was kind of mortified at what I was doing, right? I didn't really want to homeschool. Uh, I believed that God had called me to homeschool, but I didn't want to do it. So that first year, I didn't really want to tell anybody that I was homeschooling because I was a little bit, I don't know, I was not um, secure. I was very insecure in what I was doing. But as the years went on, I started to enjoy homeschooling and I started to be more secure. And um, I kind of placed my whole identity in the fact that I was a homeschool mom. I was like, you know what? I like this thing. I like this homeschooling thing. You know, I want to carry my homeschool ID card. Give me the t-shirt, the bumper sticker, you know, honk if you're a homeschool mom. (laughs) I wanted everybody to know. And when I look at that, I I can almost go back. I remember even when I first became a stay-at-home mom, and I stayed at home right from the beginning with Grace when I had her. Here I was, this young mom, stay-at-home mom, and... um, I was starting to place my identity in that. You know, I I joined the local stay-at-home moms group. That became like my thing, my tribe, as you would call it nowadays. I don't think we used that word back then. It was the thing that you identified with. I quickly became like on the board of that um, homeschool group. And then one year I was the president and I became like, you know, the spokeswoman for the stay-at-home mom. And I was all into that. And while those things are good, I was, when I look back at it and remember, it was more of me trying to find this thing to define me instead of me being a child of God comes first and the other things that I do are an outflow of that. Hear me on that. We are a child of God first. And every single thing that we do is an outpouring and an outflow from the Father and the love we have for Him and serving Him and obeying Him. So we may be a stay-at-home mom, a homeschool mom, a career-oriented woman, um, whatever it is. Those are things that you do because that is what He called you to do. And you seek him first in everything you do and everything else from there overflows. It is not, I am a homeschool mom. I am a mom. I am a career person. I am whatever. And then I add God into it on top of what I do. He defines you. And it's through that, that everything else falls into place. And so many of us live in this place of 
trying to identify with something. Like I said, nowadays, that's a very, uh, what's the word, uh, trendy word, the tribe, right? We all have this tribe we identify. And that's wonderful. It's great to have people that you surround yourself with, authentic, real, helpful people that are supporting and encouraging you that you can go to. But they don't define you. God has created you to do works for him. And those things are wonderful to surround yourself as a support. But we define ourselves ultimately by the fact that we are children of God saved by Jesus and we are to live for him. So your identity is in Christ. Don't let your identity get lost in your circumstances because you can focus on the external things defining you rather than letting the externals be a reflection of who you are. So all of those things that you do, all of those things that you surround yourself with are a reflection of your relationship with the Father. And so many of us get that backwards. When you have your identity in Christ, it's so freeing. It can't shift. It can never change. You can never lose it, right? You can lose your identity as a certain career person. You lose that job, right? You can lose your identity as... um, whatever the thing is that you're placing it in, you know, I've gone through an identity crisis since I was a kid. I remember I went through the hippie stage, you know, I went, I was a hippie in high school. I always say I was rebellious in college, Um, you know, and you sort of identify with those groups, but those things are always shifting and changing. And, um, you know, they, they change according to your circumstances. But when we place our identity in others or in things, it's not secure. And we fail because all of those things ultimately fail. The one thing that doesn't fail is God. And if we are secure in him, we are secure in everything. We don't have to worry about things shifting or changing because he is absolute and we can never lose our identity as a child of God. So I remember You know, like I said, I've gone through all these sort of different phases of my life. And I remember thinking um, when I get married, you know, I just want to be a wife. I just want to be able to take care of my husband and I want to be a stay-at-home mom. And then I I achieved those things, right? And then it was um, the homeschooling mom thing. And, And you sort of keep banking on like the next thing that's going to happen, because you keep trying to sort of build on this um, identity. And when we look at it in the opposite way, and we say, I am not striving after any purpose except to live out the purpose that God created me for, there's complete freedom there. We're not constantly thinking that the next thing is going to be the be-all, end-all, right? I remember thinking, oh, If I just have a baby, then I'm going to be, you know, complete. Then I had that baby and it was, oh, I want another baby (laughs) and another one and another one, you know? And then you're in that stage and you're like, when we finally get to the teenage years, then, you know, we'll have arrived. And then now we're in the teenage years and we're like, just get us to the adult years, right? There's always these things that we're striving after. Um, So externals do not define us 
but God does. Your identity does not come from what you do, what you wear, how your house looks, where you live. You know, these are things we can identify with, but they don't define us. It's so easy to get lost in that, to get lost in that, um, that mindset of the culture. And, um, you know, I remember when I first became a homeschooling mom, boy, did I think I had to play the part of the homeschooling mom. I thought you had to look a certain way, dress a certain way. All your kids had to dress a certain way. I had to, you know, make my own bread and grind my own wheat and, (laughs) you know, eat the right things and do the homeschool mom thing. And you know what I've noticed over the years? So many of the quote unquote trends that were trendy in the homeschool community back when I first started homeschooling, those things even shift and change. In any tribe, in any culture, in any lifestyle, things are constantly shifting and changing. And what's old or what's new becomes old, right? Sometimes what's old becomes new again, right? Things are constantly shifting and changing. But the only absolute thing that we can stand firm and stand grounded in is our identity in Christ. And what does that mean? That means you are redeemed. The old self is gone. The new self is here. We are to have the mind of Christ. And what does that mean? That we are to live as he lived. And how did he live? Without putting himself first. He came to serve, not to be served. All of these things are what define us, but that is not what the world says defines us. The world says you put yourself first, you achieve, 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 you strive after these things. You know, I just wrote a blog post today, actually, and I'm seeing this with my daughter who is graduating next year. She is going to be a senior in high school. Where did the time go? I have no idea. I know it's so cliche, but it is beyond truth. Okay. (laughs) So she's going to be a senior and she's getting all those questions. And, you know, she's in that place now where it's like, what are you going to do with your life? And I wrote this blog post today and I'll link to it actually in the website for this um, podcast um, episode. But I wrote this today and I was just like having all these thoughts about everybody's like, where are you going to go to college? What are you going to do? And you know what? She's going to do what she's been doing for the past 17 years, living for God, following him and seeing what he has for her. And that may not look like the world. And as a senior um, graduating high school, your identity, I feel like in this culture is supposed to be that you go to the big four-year school, maybe go in debt while doing it, um, you know, go after that big job, go after climbing the corporate ladder. And that's fine if that's what God calls her to do. But ultimately, she's going to do what she's been doing, and that is to seek after the things of God and to see what he has to unfold for her just as her life is going to kind of change course, but it's not this big stopping and starting point. It's like, oh, homeschool's over. You're starting a whole new thing. It's just another chapter in the journey. And I don't want her to feel the pressure of having to identify with a certain college or identify with a certain career. Because how many of you look back and see that what your plans were when you were in high school are probably completely different from where you're at now? I'm 42 years old. When I graduated high school, I would never have dreamed up the life I am living now in a million years. 
The plans I had then have completely shifted course at times, have been completely changed, not because of anything I've done, but because of God's plans for my life and then me walking in them. So I look at her and I think, you don't have to identify with that major or identify with that college. Just keep walking. Keep walking in your identity as a child of God and see how it unfolds and see where he takes you because it is going to shift and change. And I tell her this all the time. The most important thing you can be doing right now for your career plans or your life plans or whatever it is, college plans, is to be praying, to be praying that you will hear his voice and his leading and, and follow wherever he may take you. Our identity is not in what college we choose, is not in what major we choose. Our identity is in following after the things of God because we are a child of God. And like I said, when we get caught up in the externals, so say she identifies with, you know, she's not, but say she identified with going to be um, an accountant, which is not at all what she wants to do. So I'm just choosing something crazy. And she goes off to college and she's, I'm an accountant, I'm an accountant, I got to join all the accountant clubs and, you know, we're going to do all the accounting things and this is what I've chosen as my career and I'm going to do all the accounting things. Halfway through college, she decides, I don't think I like this. How scary because you've placed so much emphasis on it. We must be open to things changing because our externals will change. So if we put all of our identity in this one thing and it changes, we end up feeling lost and we end up feeling like we've failed. And you know what? With God, we can't lose our identity. The one thing that we can be sure of forever and ever and ever is that God is holding us close in the palm of his hand. And all we need to do is rest in that and say, what's next, Lord? I will follow you wherever you take me. Sure, I love living where we live right now. And I tell everybody in the world, I will never move. I'm dying in this house, right? I love this home. I love the area where we live. I love our little town. I love the country. But what if, what if next year, the God said or showed me, this isn't where I belong anymore. He's sticking me right in the middle of New York City to do some kind of ministry work, I would crumble because this is what I know and this is what I identify with. And I'm a country girl now, right? I'm a hobby farmer. I love my chickens. But when I'm secure that my identity lies only in Christ, I am open to going wherever he takes me. I'm not saying I want to go to New York City next year because I don't. But I do know that I will only want to be where the will of God ever takes me. And I only want to be in his will. And I trust him a whole lot more than I trust myself. And I only want to be defined by what he is making my life. 
not what I'm trying to make it. So it's a complete surrender to his plans every single day. It's a complete surrender to what he has because the externals will change. Where we live might change. How many children we have will change. Our health circumstances may change. Our job circumstances may change. Friends will come in and out of our lives. Our interests will change. Maybe in a few years, I'll be done with this hobby farming thing and I will want to move to the city, right? You never know. So it's too much. um, it's, It's for us to place our identity in those external things. It can shift. So we can't do that. Of course, we enjoy the things we're doing in the moment, but we're always open to the next thing around the bend that God may have in store for us. And if we are defining ourselves and identifying ourselves with our circumstances, we can be sure that when those circumstances change, we're going to be left feeling confused and empty and maybe scared. But when we know that the only one thing for sure that will not change is our identity in Christ, then we are open to the externals shifting and changing and going with that, knowing that life is an adventure that God has planned for us. And who knows what's around the bend? Who knows what's next? All I know is if it's God's plan for me, it's exactly where I need to be. And I'm not going to be stuck and say, I can't do that. I'm a country girl. I can't do that. I'm a homeschool mom. You know, so many people say to me, when are you going to stop homeschooling? Not so much anymore, but in the early years, when are you going to stop homeschooling? When are you going to stop homeschooling? Are you going to do this forever? Are you going to do this in high school? And in the beginning, I really didn't know. I kept thinking I would send them to school someday. I used to definitely answer, oh yeah, then we're not going to do this forever. But then somewhere along the journey, I started to say, you know what? God called me to homeschool and I'll stop when he tells me to stop. I don't know. Nothing I, I, I can't say concretely because I don't know what God's plans are and he hasn't told me to stop yet. So we keep on going. But had I said and mapped out our plan and said, this is what we're doing forever, what would happen if one day God really was showing me that, you know what, Karen, your kids need to get in school for whatever reason? I would have placed all my eggs in that basket that I built myself. We have to be open to God's plans and and having them change. So our firm, strong identity The only thing that you need to wear the t-shirt for and have the bumper sticker for and be, you know, wanting to um, exclaim that this is your tribe is that you are a child of God. You are a daughter of King Jesus. And everything else after that comes from him. It's a reflection of who you are in Christ and not the other way around. All the things you do, which may change, all the places you live, all the ways you dress, all the external things are a reflection of your relationship with God and they are all subject to change. But the one thing that will remain is your identity 
as a child of God. So this is sort of a short podcast today, but I really just had that um, on my heart. And I figured, let me record this before I hit Myrtle Beach so that we can still have this podcast up for Friday. But I want to hear from you guys. Do you struggle with that? Do you struggle with feeling like you need to kind of um, have this identity to define who you are, or are you just open to whatever God has for you? This has been a long journey for me to even get to this place. You know, I know like I have always tried to sort of um, find my place by, um, like I said, at at first it was, I'm a stay-at-home mom. That's what I do. Then it was the homeschooling mom thing. And now it's like, you know what? There is nothing that is going to stay the same except that I'm a child of God and let's see where he takes me. So do you relate to that? Let me know. Comment on the webpage for this blog, um, for this podcast. Comment on the Facebook page, wherever you're seeing this, seeing, (laughs) hearing this podcast. Comment and let's continue the conversation because I'd love to know how you deal with this situation. I'd love to know if this opened your eyes a little bit. Are you one of those people that sort of gets stuck in defining yourself um, by the people that you surround yourself with or the things that you do or, you know, who you feel you are. So let me know what you think. I'd love to hear. So comment on the Facebook page, comment on the blog post, or wherever you're listening. Don't forget that we are holding our Simply Living for Him Women's Retreat this summer, and we are... Uh, just so excited to do this retreat one more time in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania this summer. It's July 12th to the 14th. Please register like ASAP if you're coming because we are going to close registration next month. So we must have your registration in um, before then. Also, we are looking to bring Simply Living for Him women's events, whether it's a retreat or maybe just an all-day conference to your location. So if you go over to the website for Simply Living for Him, we have a form you can fill out and we are going to be looking to come to you in the future. So go over and connect with me about that. And also, if you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review the podcast. That really helps me to get the message out there to more people. Hopefully, by the time you hear this podcast on Friday, when it goes live, I will be in Myrtle Beach, hopefully meeting some of you. I hope you guys are out there. I'll also be in North Carolina in a couple of weeks, May 31st to June 2nd, I believe it is, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, for their state convention there. And then, of course, in July, I'll be in Gettysburg for the Simply Living Brain Retreat. And in August, I will be in Washington, D.C. for the Family Bible Conference, which is um, put on by generations.org. So you can go over to my website and check out all those things. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.